Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lion of Judah, let your battle cry come forth this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, there's an old Turkish proverb that says that a lion sleeps in the heart of every man. And for you and I as Christians, that lion inside of us is named Jesus. And we need to remember that he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And although lions are known as king of the jungle, our lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah, is the king of everything. Oh, he has authority over everything that we see around us. Oh, and as sons and daughters of the Most High King, each one of us has a strand of, of God-sized greatness inside of us. You have God-sized greatness inside of you. You have God-sized greatness inside of you. You all have God-sized greatness inside of you. Now, last week, Pastor talked to us about shedding the spirit of fear. And as we begin to do that, and as we begin to operate in the gifts of power and of love and of a sound mind, something inside of us will begin to shift. See, that dormant lion that was inside of us will begin to awaken as we walk with the confidence that when we have Jesus on our side... We're truly a force to be reckoned with. And so today, brothers and sisters, God has impressed upon me to bring you a message under the title, Bold Like a Lion. Come on, turn to your socially distanced neighbor and tell them you got to be bold like a lion. <laughs> at home, if you need to look in the mirror, you look at yourself and say, today, you're going to be bold like a lion. And for the next few moments, we're going to be looking at one short but powerful verse found in Proverbs 28.1. And so if you have your Bibles, turn there. If not, just follow with me as I read it. Proverbs 28, verse number one. And the word of the Lord says, the wicked flee though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Now, I want you to get that, so let me read that one more time for you. The wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Oh, and as we think about what this means for our lives, brothers and sisters, I'd like to start by looking at one of my favorite depictions of lions in pop culture, which is found in the popular animated film, The Lion King. Anybody seen The Lion King? All right, y'all, there was a live action remake uh, uh, that uh, came out recently, and I know y'all are excited because Beyonce was in it and all that, but I'm partial to the animated version. That's what I grew up on. <laughs> and so as we look at what Disney does, they are so wonderful as making uh, uh, differences between the heroes and the villains in their cartoons. And so you see it in the colors they use. You see it in the way that they draw the actual characters. And we see marked differences between the heroes and the villains in The Lion King. The main villain, a, a, a lion named Scar, Looks very different if you see on the photo in front of you. He's right there in the middle. And you can see how different he looks from his brother Mufasa on the left, who's the king of Pride Rock. 
and Mufasa's son on the right, Simba, who we know eventually inherits the throne. Now, if we look at the picture and if we've watched the film, Scar is much thinner than his counterparts. His mane is much darker and is not as full. And if you study lines, that means that there was uh, an issue with his virility. He wasn't as strong as the other lions. Even his posture is more hunched than some of the counterparts that we see in the film. So although he wasn't wearing a sign that said villain, right away you looked at him and you knew there was something off about this lion. And so as the brother to the king, this villain Scar had no real power. So he would manipulate and he would lie to get ahead. He was even able to convince his nephew Simba that his father's death was his fault. Oh wait, that poor Simba carried on his shoulders almost his entire life. Meanwhile, we know that it was actually Scar that killed Mufasa. Guys, when I saw that for the first time, I cried like nobody's business. <laughs> and so we see that eventually he, he kills the king, Scar assumes control of the throne, but he ends up depleting all the pride lands, natural resources, because he was pursuing his own agenda, because he was pursuing his own evil schemes. Now by the end of the movie, Simba learns the truth. He embraces who he is as a son of the king and eventually stands up to his manipulative uncle and takes back the throne. Oh, now the irony of all ironies in this movie is that both the hero and the villain are of the same lineage, both with the capacity for greatness, but only one chooses to embrace the powerful legacy of their family, a legacy to protect the pride and, and be part of something bigger than themselves. And so in today's Bible verse, we see that Solomon creates a similar comparison between the two protagonists in the verse. On one side of the spectrum, he mentions the wicked, those that are governed by their own sinfulness, those that are governed by their own selfish desires. Yet no matter what they do, they don't seem to get ahead. The Bible says that they run, though no one pursues them. Oh, see, the weight of that guilty conscience has made them fearful of being found out, has made them fearful of retribution. Oh, and so they're constantly looking over their shoulder because they know that at some point, all that they've done will come back to them. Oh, and we all know somebody like this. There are people we know that fall into this category. They need to sleep with one eye open because they're suspicious of everyone. There's always an angle. There's always a scheme. There's always a conspiracy. Oh, see, when you're living guilty of sin, you cannot possibly live in peace. So you got to sleep with one eye open. Yet on the other end of the spectrum, 
were presented the righteous who are as bold as lions. And it's powerful imagery for us today. See, lions are by definition symbols of fearlessness, symbols of strength, symbols of invincibility. Oh, the lion possesses incredible courage and refuses to retreat from any attack. And this is what the Lord is telling us that we need to be like. Oh, like the lion, the person who lives right before God has no need to look over his or her shoulder. When we live right before God, we don't have to fear the things of this world because we know that greater is he that's within us than he that is in the world. Also, we don't have to fear the things of the world. We also don't have to fear death because we hold the promise of eternal life. We know that Jesus paid the price on the cross of Calvary so that sin would not have a hold on us, so that death would not have a hold on us. Oh, so when we love God and trust him as our Savior, beloved, there's nothing to be afraid of. And so today, my brothers and my sisters, it's time to make a choice. Are you going to be like Scar, pursuing your own selfish agenda until it comes back to haunt you? Or will you be like Simba, embracing who you are as a leader, moving forward with new strength, with new boldness, and new confidence for the glory of God? Come on, say amen if you can. Oh, I believe that God wants us to unleash the bold lion within us. And he's given us three weapons at our disposal. Last week, pastor gave us three vaccines. This week, I'm giving y'all three weapons. <laughs> the first weapon in our arsenal is our vision. Of all the things that make a lion an adept hunter, their eyesight is amongst the most important. See, although their eyes are only three times bigger than us, they can see eight times better than us, especially at night. Oh, it gives them the ability to defend the pride from any predators that may want to sneak up at night. Oh, similarly, beloved, when you and I have our hearts connected to God, he gives us the ability to discern threats before they harm us. He's the early alert system that warns us when trouble is coming. Oh, and you know who's really good at this? Mothers. And not just any mothers, Puerto Rican mothers. Now, let me not overgeneralize. My mother <laughs> had a black belt in discernment. Yes, she did. She was the quintessential Puerto Rican mom. She was a sandal-yielding, a Bustelo-drinking, Spanglish-speaking Puerto Rican mother. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, but she had this God-given discernment about her. I would walk in with some friends that she had never met, and she'd tell me, hmm. You, that hmm summarizes it all. And the look, hmm, there's something about them. I don't, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about them. 
And truth be told, she was always right. The people that didn't agree with her spirit 99.999% of the time, they weren't good for me. Because God had given her that discernment to see a threat before it attacked those that she loved. Oh, and God does this for us if only we would listen. And oftentimes he tries to warn us, but are we paying attention? Come on, you know he tried to warn you before you jumped into that relationship. Come on, you know he tried to warn you before you left that job, before you went back to that old habit, but you were moving too fast to see it on the horizon. Oh, lions have to slow down in order for their night vision to be most effective. And when they crouch down really low, not only can they see better, but they're hidden. So when they see that attack, when they see that threat coming, it won't see them. So we need to stop moving and slow down because God is trying to show us where there's attacks on the horizon. So we got to use the weapon of our vision. The second thing we need to use as bold lions for the Lord is our commanding presence. Oh, a lion walks with presence because he knows his place in the larger ecosystem of the jungle. And as the church, we should as well. Oh, I don't know if anybody's told you, but we're not just anyone. We are the church of Jesus Christ. We are the church of Jesus Christ. The most powerful institution here on earth because it was our father. It was our father that created everything around us. Oh, so we don't have to be intimidated when we enter into a room where there's people of power and people of authority because we are sons and daughters of the king. And when we walk into the room, we bring the presence of God with us. Oh, so we don't have to be intimidated. See, the atmosphere changes when we walk in because of who we are in Christ. So no matter what, keep your head up. No matter what, keep your head up. Oh, even when there's hungry lions around us, God will take care of us as he did for Daniel. And he will shut the mouths of those lions. Oh, some of you have hungry lions trying to circle you. People that are trying to devour uh, things that you've built. People that are trying to demolish your happiness. People that are trying to decimate your reputation. People that are trying to desecrate your testimony. But be assured, God will shut their mouths in the name of Jesus. Oh, for no weapon formed against you will prosper. And then when Satan, whoo, when Satan comes along trying to intimidate us, oh, we need to know how to fight back. See, the Bible says that he's like a lion. Understand the key word there. He is like a lion. And so he comes in the darkness and he tries to frighten us with his mighty roar. But if we were to switch the light on with the word of God, we'll discover that there's no lion. There's only a mouse with a microphone. So turn on the light and call his bluff. He's an imposter. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. He's a manipulator. He has no power over you in the name of Jesus. 
Come on, say hallelujah if you can. Hold for every giant that tries to stand before you, every storm that comes to try to disrupt your life, every hater that tries to assassinate your character. You can stand tall because they cannot take you down. We are the church of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that the gates of hell will not prevail against us. So we aren't going nowhere. Oh, we're not going anywhere. So keep your head up and walk tall in the authority of who you are and whose you are. We have a commanding presence that should shift the atmosphere of any room that we walk into. Amen? And then the final weapon that we have in our arsenal as bold lions for the Lord is our roar. Come on, somebody. We've got a roar. <laughs> See, a lion has a roar that can be heard five miles away, and we need to put that in context. That's a hundred blocks. That's like if I was standing on Houston Street, me yelling, and somebody up in Washington Heights could hear me. Somebody on the Upper West Side could hear me. One hundred blocks. That is how far the roar of a lion travels, and it sends a message to his enemies that can preempt potential attacks. Oh, because when their enemies hear that, they're like, oh, we're not going in that direction. Oh, there's a ferocious lion. We're not getting caught up in that. But we need to understand that as Christians, we have a roar too, and his name is Jesus. Oh, and the impact of that roar goes far beyond a hundred blocks because his name can shake the heavens. His name can shake the earth. When we cry out the name of Jesus, demons flee. When we cry out the name of Jesus, the chains of sin fall to the ground. When we cry out the name of Jesus, sickness is eradicated. Depression has to evacuate and disease gets in. It's a victory notice oh there's power in our roar there's power when we cry out the name of Jesus oh it puts our enemies on notice that their time is up so we need to cry out the name of Jesus and let our faith roar oh we need to let our faith roar so loud that we can't hear what doubt is saying we need to let our faith roar so loud that it drowns, up, drowns out the lies from the lips of haters. We need to let our faith roar so that the devil would think twice before even looking in our direction. We have a roar and his name is Jesus See, ours is not the meow of a house cat. When we cry out the name of Jesus, we are roaring like bold lions. And we're sending a warning to all those that would rise up against us. Should they choose to continue, should they choose to attack us, God will arm a counterattack that they will not recover from. Oh, we have a lion on our side. We have a lion on our side that people should be afraid of. And his name is Jesus, the living Christ, the all-powerful one, the most agile warrior, the greatest military strategist to ever live. That's who's behind our roar. 
the Savior that came to conquer death. That's who's behind the roar. So when things get tough, when things get difficult, we need to cry out the name of Jesus like a mighty roar out of the mouth of a bold lion. Oh, and as I begin to close, brothers and sisters, we need to remember that a lion knows who he is. And he never turns from his duty. See, lions defend the pride against any creature, regardless of size or threat. And so as Christians, beloved, we cannot turn away from our duty because we're afraid of our enemies. Ours is the confidence of Christ. It's no coincidence that he's known as the lion of the tribe of Judah. We are to rise today as bold as lions, like the one who created us and like the one who died for us. Now you may be saying to yourself, that's cute, Pastor Enid. But you don't know the difficulties I'm facing. They're way too big for me. You don't know what I'm going through. They're like giants standing before me. I want you to know that if size mattered, the elephant would be the king of the jungle. But the lion isn't the largest animal in the jungle, yet he's considered king because he knows how to exert his authority. Oh, when we know our true identity, we begin to reflect that. We begin to walk in that. People notice it and it oozes out of all parts of our, our lives. See, a lion cub doesn't have to pretend to be brave. It just has to be itself. So you don't have to pretend to be tough. You don't have to pretend to be strong. You don't have to pretend to be brave. You just have to rise up and be who you are in Christ and unleash the bold line that is dormant inside of you. Her boldness, beloved, is the strength to step up, is the strength to speak out. Is the strength to stand firm when things get tough. And it's the type of courage we see exhibited over and over again by the heroes in the word of God. Heroes like Daniel and Moses, David and Deborah and Esther, Paul and so many others. These men and women were underdogs by the world's standards. Yet they were able to stand before giants as fierce lions. Oh, we don't have to fear the giants. I want you to know today that the giants have to fear us. The giants have to fear us. For we have the lion of the tribe of Judah walking alongside of us. So rise up today. Walk in your boldness as a mighty lion of the Lord. Start today. Start today. Start today. And watch that boldness increase. Oh, start today by talking to the devil. Oh, that devil that's been messing, to, messing with you. 
You talk to him and you let him know that he cannot have your children. You talk to him and you let him know he cannot have your home. You talk to him and you let him know he cannot have your marriage. He cannot have your health. He cannot have your finances. Put him in his place, which is outside of the door and outside of your life. We got to be bold. We have to be bold enough to walk in the darkness and be the light. Oh, we have to be bold enough to reach into the jaws of hell and go after a loved one that's there and pull them out in the name of Jesus. Oh, and even if the angel of death comes knocking at our door, we have to be bold enough to tell him, oh, no, you don't. Oh, it's not time. Jesus hasn't said, take your hands off and submit to the name of Jesus. For the Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess. So even you, angel of death, your knee has to bow to Jesus. We got to be that bold in our prayers. We have to be that bold in our faith. The time for running is over. The time for games is over. We're not house cats meant to look cute for the world. We're lions with work to do. And so today we need to rise up in our faith, rise up in our boldness, and move forward about the things of the Lord. Oh, if you can, stand to your feet with me as we prepare to close. We need to hold tightly to Jesus today and go forth as bold lions. We need to go forth as bold lions. We need to go forth as bold lions. We need to use the weapons he's given us, the weapons of, of, of our vision and our discernment, the weapon of a commanding presence, and that roar that we know that when we cry out the name of Jesus, things in the atmosphere will shift in our favor. Oh, God is speaking to you today. God is speaking to you today. God is speaking to you today. You are the head and not the tail. So stop cowering in fear and rise up as the bold lion you are. Let us pray. Oh, with all hands lifted, we declare today, Lord, we surrender to you once again, my God. Oh, we confess, Lord, that there have been giants that we've stood in front of that have scared us. Oh, Father, and we see ourselves sometimes as grasshoppers. We see ourselves sometimes as small and as weak. But right now, we embrace what it says in your word, that the righteous will be bold as lions. So we choose to knit our hearts to yours. We choose to grab hold tightly to you, Father, and to move forward as the bold lions you've called us to be. Oh, we are not afraid of the attacks of the world. We are not afraid of the storms that come our way. We are, not we are not afraid of the manipulations and the lies of the enemy. For you have made us bold lions. Thank you that you've given us the ability to discern the threats that might want to do us harm. We thank you that we have a commanding presence as your church, as your beautiful bride. And we thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, that because of his sacrifice, oh, by his stripes, we are healed. And today we have a powerful roar. When we cry out the name of Jesus, demons have to flee. The bondage of sin has to fall to the ground. 
and anything that might want to attack us has to stop in its tracks. So we embrace this word today, my God. We receive it and we declare that we are going to rise up and go forth as the bold lines you've called us to be for your glory and your honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Go forth as the bold lions God has created you to be.